Hey guys, real quick, just wanted to make you guys aware if you don't already know about this. Uh, every Tuesday night, Autumn and I get on Facebook live at 8.15 Central Standard Time for about a half an hour. And man, we just answer questions. We have an open discussion about all things fitness, finance, and faith. And we've been doing this for all of 2018, and it's been a lot of fun, and we really look forward to it every week. And so I wanted to make you guys aware and invite you guys to join us on the next Tuesday. You know, as your schedule permits, man. I mean, we're all busy. We're all super busy. And so just pop in for a few minutes, you know, just kind of be a casual observer or bring a question or a comment or an issue or whatever. Facebook live every Tuesday night, 8.15 Central Standard Time. I will see you guys there. Jim Schultz here for the F-Cubed Podcast. It is a Wednesday, and man, it is a good day to be alive. I mean, God is just too good to me. He is too good to you. He is too good to us all. But um, today is actually not a faith piece, even given that little intro. Today is going to be a finance piece. And so the title of today's podcast, as you guys have already seen, is called Frozen Yields. And I think that this is something that is important to understand and recognize if you are a new investor, if you are brand new to the stock market and you are kind of trying to wade through all the information and trying to get a hold on, you know, how do I understand the stock market? How do I get started with investing? And what have you because if you have a long-term focus in the market even if you are an active trader right like you guys know if you follow me over at tasty trade you guys know that I'm very much you know in the camp of active trading I very much feel like the potential for returns financially speaking are greater if you employ more of an active approach to your portfolio Relative to just, you know, kind of buying stocks and sitting on them and letting them, you know, move higher over time, which is also a great investment strategy if that, you know, if that more closely aligns with your own, you know, interests or resources or, you know, whatever. I mean, it's really, you know, two sides to the story that both kind of point in a, in a pretty positive direction. But that being said... You know, as long as you have a long-term focus, meaning you're looking to build wealth over some long period of time, which is probably going to apply to most, if not all of us, listening to today's episode, understanding the role that dividends can play in that picture is really, really important. And when you do understand the role that dividends can play, not only is it important, but it can become a huge benefit to you. It can become a huge advantage to you and your portfolio. So frozen yields. So what do I mean by that? Well, let's back up the train just, you know, one or two stops just in case, you know, you are brand new to investing and this is maybe, you know, the first time you've ever heard of a dividend. Let's remember that a dividend is simply a cash payment that is made 
by the company to its shareholders. So it is literally like a check in the mail, if this were 1982, where you just get cash from the company as a simple thank you for being part of the team. Now, of course, it's 2018, so you're not going to get a check in the mail. It's just going to show up in your account, right? It's kind of like the opposite of Uber, right? Like the dividends will just show up in your account like, oh my gosh, I just got money and I have no idea how. Whereas when you go, when you take an Uber, you pay for that ride, but you never actually feel it. It just comes out of some mysterious account somewhere. And yet you were able to receive transportation from point A to point B. You're like, oh my gosh, like, I guess I'm paying for this somewhere, somehow, but I don't actually know like how or where I am paying for it. Dividends are basically the exact opposite of that. So now that we know what a dividend is, let's remember that, you know, that dividend that you receive, that cash payment, it's going to then be, or it can be, translated into a yield. So translated into a percentage, right? Where a yield is just another word for, it's just a synonym for a return, right? Some return that you generate on your investment. Well, you know, if you have a stock that you buy, let's say for $100, right? Actually, no, let's use a real example. So Pepsi right now, Pepsi is like 110 bucks. So Pepsi right now is like 110 bucks and the current dividend of Pepsi is approximately like $3.50. I think I'm off by a few pennies there, but it's about $3.50. So for every share of Pepsi that you buy at 110 bucks, Pepsi is going to pay you $3.50 every year simply for owning that share. There are no strings attached. There is no, you know, gotchas. There's no fine print. Like, that's it. Like, every year, typically paid in quarterly checks, you're going to get $3.50 just for owning Pepsi. So not only do you feel good about owning a delicious beverage, Diet Pepsi, of course, but you're also going to be compensated for that ownership. And then, of course, if, if Pepsi stock goes higher, you make those gains too. Well, that yield, that dividend yield at the beginning, that's, you know, $3.50, let's say, based off of $100 is 3.5%. So you're going to generate a return of 3.5% every year just based on the dividends in Pepsi. What I want, that's all kind of beginner stuff, right? And again, if, the, if you're new to this, then that's all, you know, that's important information that you need to kind of start with. But I wanted to move the needle a little further than that even. Let's remember that your purchase price on the stock is fixed. Your purchase price on Pepsi or whatever stock you're looking at doesn't change. So if Pepsi stock goes higher, which it probably will over the course of, you know, the next 5, 10, 20 years, you know, nobody knows what's going to happen, you know, today, tomorrow, this week, or even this year or next year. But when you start looking out over like decades, we can all pretty safely assume that stocks will move higher, Pepsi included. Well, regardless of Pepsi's stock movement over time, your purchase price on Pepsi is based on what you bought it for today. So that's $100 in this example. So the dividends that you receive, that yield that you've generated for yourself, is frozen. That yield that you've generated for yourself is going to be fixed. It's going to be based on the original purchase price. 
So that $3.50 that Pepsi pays you is based on your $100 purchase price today. So your dividend yield is 3.5%. So it is frozen in that regard. And you know, as I'm, as I'm actually conveying this information to you guys, I realize that the story actually gets better because it's not frozen. So I almost need to like change the title of this and like change the first, you know, 7 minutes. But I think we we're just going to work with what we've got. Because when I was originally putting this idea together in my mind, I was like, yeah, this is so cool because dividends are frozen. They're not based on the current stock price, right? They are based on the current stock price when you buy the stock. But once you buy the stock, it is then fixed. And so the denominator in that equation, dividends over price, is going to be static. That's not going to change. So it's frozen in that regard, meaning it cannot get worse. It cannot deteriorate, right? It's frozen. Your popsicle is not going to melt all over your hands. And then all of a sudden you're like, wow, I had a full popsicle, my full dividend payment, my high dividend yield. But now it's melted everywhere and I don't have the same dividend payment or the same dividend yield that I once had. Well, that actually is true, but not in the way that I originally thought or not in the way that you might think. So dividend yields are frozen in the sense that their minimum floor is frozen. So this actually is like way cooler than I thought it was going to be as kind of these ideas are popping into my mind. So when I first put this podcast together, as I just alluded to, I was like, oh, dividend yields are frozen. That's cool. It's not going to get any worse. But it's also not static, meaning the dividend yield itself actually, so the purchase price is the same, but the numerator, the dividends that the company pays you, as I talked about in the dividend smoothing podcast that I did a few weeks ago. So definitely go check that out if you missed it the first go around. Those dividends that Pepsi pays you, that Target pays you, that Stock XYZ pays you, are very likely going to move higher over time. So if you own Pepsi stock and you buy it for $100 a share today, Pepsi pays you $3.50 in dividends today. But over time, that's very likely going to be $4 and $4.50 and $5 and $6 and $7. And so your dividend yield is actually going to get higher and higher and higher over time because your denominator is frozen, but the dividends that Pepsi pays you are not. They're very likely going to go higher. And so that popsicle is not melting. So just like Uber is the opposite of dividends, Right? I don't know what the opposite of a popsicle melting is, but whatever it is, that's what's going to happen to you. Your popsicle is actually going to expand. So, you, so, so the molecules inside of your popsicle, so now I'm stepping into an area I literally know zero about. So the molecules inside of your popsicle are expanding. So it's kind of like you know when you eat pasta and you look down at your stomach, you're like, yeah, that's definitely expanding. Same idea here, except we're using a popsicle. And the popsicle is not melting. Your dividend yield is not, going to de- is not going to deteriorate. It is actually going to expand. It is actually going to get better. It is actually going to move higher. And so, you know, 
I'm a big fan of dividends, man. I'm a big fan of dividends. And then, you know, if you take, if you do kind of weave in more of an active approach and you start doing things like, you know, adding covered calls to the mix around dividends, I mean, you have yourself a very, very powerful recipe for returns. So I hope that was helpful for you guys. A little Wednesday finance action for you here on uh, the F-Cubed podcast. I appreciate you guys so much, man. I appreciate you guys as always. You know, if you could take, you know, five seconds and, you know, share this link with a friend, text them a link to this podcast so they can check it out. That would help me out a ton. And you guys have a great day. And most importantly today, as I let off with in this podcast, God is too good to us, man. I will see you guys on Friday. Hey guys, you're listening to the podcast. Thank you so much. I am so humbled by your time and your attention. Man, it would mean the world to me if right now, if you texted one of your friends with a link to this podcast and you were just like, hey, check this guy out, give this guy a listen, you know, I think fitness, finance, faith, you know, it might help you out. Help me spread the message. Help me spread the word. Man, it would be phenomenal.